these action figures on my shelf, man, they drive the ladies crazy. Look, I'm watching comic book movies, so they wanna have my What up, y'all? It's your boy, Hero Bishop, man. Back in this thing with another Nerdcore podcast. And today I'm talking about the classic Ridley Scott film, Alien. Man, first of all, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of the whole entire Alien franchise. Yes, that's right. As a matter of fact, I'll go so far as saying Prometheus and Alien Covenant covenant might even be my favorite alien movie so maybe uh the people that hate it on them just don't understand the films or they don't understand film at all or i mean i don't know what the problem is but they're great movies all six of these movies are awesome huge fan of the alien franchise and the predator franchise and uh that's why i love NECA, man NECA makes uh Makes all the best horror, alien, and predator figs, man. So, shouts out to NECA. Uh, dope as hell. But anyway, I got this uh, alien box set, Blu-ray, of all six films. And uh, I'm probably going to cover them all at some point. But uh, I just rewatched the first one. And uh, the director's cut it doesn't really have that much extra in it. But still a good film, you know, nonetheless, and it's cool to see the extra uh, stuff. And it has director commentary with it, which I love. And I will straight watch a, a film all the way through with the commentary because that's what kind of feeling head I am, man. I love movies. I love film. I wish I could be an actor, man. Closest thing I get to acting, though, is uh, doing these dumbass skits on the Nerd Nerdcore YouTube channel. But, uh... So, hey, man, if y'all need me uh, as a leading man in one of your films, um, holler at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm available for birthday parties, uh, weddings, and all that shit, too. Uh, You know, I juggle. I do tricks. I hang from the fucking uh, ceiling, blow smoke. I uh, light my chest on fire, and it disappears into the crowd. You know, all kind of shit like that. But, uh... If uh, you've seen Alien before, you know these dudes are just drifting uh, into space. It's like a cargo ship. These motherfuckers ain't even supposed to be like uh, fighter dudes or space explorers. They're basically a cargo ship doing transport. But they get this signal from a planet. And uh, the company that hired them or whatever wants them to go check it out. So little do they know... This motherfucker on the ship, who you think is shady from the beginning, he's like the dude, the science department dude, that's like on the ship with them to take care of scientific shit. But you don't really trust the dude straight out. And I'm going to tell you why. Spoiler alert, he's a motherfucking android. And also, another little fun fact, in the uh, commentary to this movie, Ridley Scott even said basically that dude's a replicant. So, another thing proving that the Blade Runner world is connected to the alien world, connected to the Predator world, they're all the same world. But anyway, the dude from the science department that's in the ship with them, he's acting kind of weird and shady the whole time. 
which you come to realize later on that one, he's a replicant Two, his whole damn mission was to capture this, get these fuckers to get this alien life form on the ship and then bring it back to earth for them to study. And, you know, whether the crew died was all secondary and, uh, which is pretty fucked up, man. Pretty fucked up. That's why I knew I couldn't trust this bastard from the beginning when I saw him. Anyway, the crew stops at this planet to investigate this. Uh, and also, let, let's uh, let's be real. You got like uh, a couple different dudes in there that work on the crew. You got the android. I believe his name's Ash. And then you got Ripley Sigourney Weaver. She's a, pretty much a star of the show, so... But, you know, you got a whole little crew, man. You got this one badass uh, black dude on there who kind of got a, uh, like, he's kind of bitching the whole time because he wants to know about his bonus. But he's, like, the badass of of the crew, pretty much. Like, he's got, like, this flamethrower and shit that he makes later on to try to find the alien. And then all the other people are just kind of like, I don't know, man. They're just whatever. But the standout motherfuckers in it are obviously, uh, to me at least, are Ash, the uh, replicant or android dickhead, Ripley, and uh, what's that black dude's name? Skip, I think. Dude, I got a bad fucking memory, man. But anyway, he's cool. It's badass. And uh, they're floating into space. They start to land on this planet where they're supposed to investigate this life form where they got this signal from and shit's like crunk dog like the ship's getting bashed around it's like a really harsh landing and the director commentary they were talking about how in all these space movies uh that shit always looks smooth and like unproblematic but in their shit it's like nah bro landing somewhere in space is hard and it's gonna jar your ship and kind of fuck it up to where you gotta fix some shit before you can even fly away Anyway, when they land out on the ship, they're looking around. It's windy as fuck. They can't see nothing. They're in spacesuits. They're having a hard time, man. Ain't the type of shit I'm trying to be doing on the weekend. But these ain't no weekend warriors, man. These are motherfucking trained professionals. And uh, these cats, man, they go up in here and like... They start looking across the horizon and they see this big ass ship. And what ship is it? Oh shit. It's the ship from motherfucking Prometheus and Alien Covenant with the damn engineer's chair in there that he's like petrified wood into. So if you haven't seen Prometheus or Alien Covenant, or if you have, it's cool to see back way back here when a first alien movie they planted the seed of that ship that you will see later in Alien Covenant and Prometheus, which is dope. Anyway, they go up inside this ship. That's when it starts looking real weird in there. Like, you know, H.R. Uh, Giger, Geiger, Giger, Jigger, whatever the fuck you want to call him. His artwork uh, influenced it heaven, he- heavily. And... uh his artwork was actually supposed to be really sexual. A lot of people don't know. And uh, a lot of that stuff was supposed to look like orifices and uh, vaginas and weird stuff. And, like, it was all gooey. And that's a whole nother thing. But I'm not lying. Look that shit up, man. And uh, you already know 
when this homie goes down into this area and sees all these eggs, you already know he's about to fuck up, man. And you're like, damn, dog, what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't do it, doggy. Don't do it. But, of course, he goes down there. He tries to open up the egg. Face hugger busts out, attach itself to his fucking face. So the whole crew's tripping. And they're like, ah, let's get back to the ship. And uh, the the procedure is, you know, if some shit like that happens, the person's supposed to be quarantined for, like, 24 hours. And since the main captain of the ship was out there fucking around with dude in the space the spaceship that they found on the planet ripley was supposed to be the one in command and she's like nah dudes you ain't bringing him in he has to be quarantined you could fucking get everybody else sick huge bowl of foreshadowing right there and then that dickhead android just lets them in anyway and she's like what the fuck dude why'd you do that and you know we find out later it's because his fucking whole mission was to bring this life form back and it didn't matter if the crew died or not but she so like I said, man, I you already don't trust this dickhead Ash. And he's also real irritating looking. Uh nothing against the dude who played him, uh Ian Holm. But uh I don't know, man. I just ain't feeling him. And uh also, man, quick little note some of these other cats' names up in this movie. I started to remember, uh, instead of just calling dude that black guy, which sounds dumb as hell, uh, his name was actually Parker. So, like, after everybody gets killed off, it's pretty much Parker, Sigourney Weaver's character, Ripley, and uh, Veronica Cartwright's character, Lambert, that are the last ones kind of going through the film or whatever. But the part where they're in the... uh, that made no fucking sense. They take the dude who got his uh, face hooker attached to his face in the little medical lounge and, like, close it off. And the captain of the ship, I believe his name is Dallas, He uh, he's in there with the uh, science dude, a.k.a. Ash, the traitor-ass replicant. And uh, they're checking out this face hugger in a... Uh, Ash doesn't want to quarantine him by himself or get him off the ship because we know his bitch ass's secret agenda is to bring it back to Earth so they can study it. And they're like x-raying him. They they put dude in this machine and they see that this thing that's tightened all the way around his face goes all the way down his stomach and shit. So they're like, maybe it's giving him oxygen. It's keeping it alive. They don't know he's about to have a damn alien baby pop out of him. And uh, so homie goes to like, they try to pull it off, and then the face hugger tightens around dude's neck. And, man, that part always fucking kind of rubbed me the wrong way, bro. It looked like that shit hurt. And uh, so they go and try to cut off one of that fucker's fingers, and you know the damn blood is acid, so it fucking creeps off, starts burning through multiple levels of the ship and stuff. Everybody's tripping the fuck out. And then, uh, anyway... Make a long story short, that motherfucking face hugger gets up off of, off a of homeboy because it already laid the damn alien baby in him, and like they're in there looking for the face hugger, it falls out of the ceiling, and like freaks Ripley out because it lands on her shoulder. But then they realize, oh, this motherfucker's dead, so they want to like examine it and shit, and uh, 
little science dude is like picking through it and like pulling pulling apart the folds of it and shit, which is really gross looking. And a little uh little background trivia for you. Uh on the special features in the commentary, they were talking about how they used oysters for that part. So when they're like pulling out the little folds inside the hand of the face hugger, which is pretty fucking gross. Anyway, they established that the face hugger's dead. They put it up so he can keep it for like research or some bullshit. And then uh homeboy wakes up. I think his fucking name's Kane. Pretty sure Kane was the one who got the alien in him. And they're like, Alright, well, let's uh go back into damn cryogenic sleep and float back to Earth, you know, because by, by this point, they fixed their ship and they got off of the alien planet because they were freaked the fuck out after Facehugger got up in homeboy shit and, and all that. And they're like, all right, man, let's get back in cryogenic sleep. We'll go back to Earth. And they're like, hold up, man, let's have one more meal. So everybody's in there joking, laughing it up, having a good time. And then all of a sudden, uh... Kane starts like convulsing and shit and everybody's like what the fuck trying to hold him down on the table trying to stick shit in his mouth so he don't choke and then blam that little baby alien busts out of his fucking chest and sprays blood everywhere everybody's fucking freaking out uh Parker pulls up a damn fucking knife or some shit and he's about to stab it and the captain's like nah stop 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 and uh Little another piece of fucking background trivia for y'all on that. Uh, they didn't tell none of the actors that that shit was gonna happen. So those reactions from everybody when that shit pops out of the chest are like genuine fucking oh shit reactions, and uh, which is pretty dope. But uh, that little damn chest burster pops out of there, fucking scurries off. They don't know where the fuck it is, and then. Your boy is dead and they fucking float his body off into space. And the whole time I'm thinking, you motherfucker should have listened to uh, Ripley. Shouldn't have let that fucker in. And you shouldn't have trusted that little android replicant bastard ash. So these fools decide, let's get the alien. Because, you know, they think it's small. So uh, they get some nets and they start, you know, sneaking around. They got like a cattle prod for some reason. I don't know where the hell they got that from. Maybe they were, you know, farming space cows. But I'm like, okay. And, uh, you know, these cats are looking around. Everybody's being sneaky, trying not to get fucked up by this alien. And uh, Brett follows the crew's cat, Jones, into a huge supply room. This little cat they have. And you know as soon as this motherfucker goes in there alone, shit's gonna go down. And that's when the fully grown alien, motherfucking big slimy ass, huge, drippy mouthed alien, kills a motherfucker and pops its little mouth within a mouth into dude and then he disappears. And the crew's freaking out over this. They decide that the creature is... The creature, I called it. The xenomorphous in a dam in the air ducts. So that they come up with a, a plan. And uh, they're going to like either burn them out with, with these little flame 
throw things they made and then send his ass out the airlock. So in order to do that, they got to go through these air ducts and try to flame his ass out. And Dallas, the uh, commander or whatever of the ship, the first in command, he enters the ducts and he's up in that bitch sneaking around. He thinks he's got shit under control. But guess what? Of course the alien kills his ass. And uh, they're up in there. Everybody's freaking out now. The other girl in there, Lambert, she's like crying. Wants them to leave the ship in the escape pod. But they don't have enough room in there for four people. And uh, Ripley's like, nah, we can't do that shit. We need to pursue this plan of getting this motherfucking alien up out of there. And uh, there's this thing that kind of runs the ship and gives them orders and shit called Mother. That's like the ship, I guess. And Ripley uh, discovers that the damn replicant or robot Ash has been secretly ordered by the company to bring the alien back. Uh, and she finds that out by going in there and talking to her mother. And she confronts his weird ass. And he starts, like, sweating this weird jizz-looking stuff and tries to choke her to death. But your boy Parker comes in and clubs the hell out of Ash. And it, like, knocks his head off. And all this green, milky jizz-looking shit spraying out. And they're like, damn, he's an android? So they put his damn head back together and try to talk to him to find out, like how to kill the alien and shit. And uh, he's like really weirdly like, oh, he's so perfect and all this other bullshit. And he's like obsessed with the alien. And uh, because it's like, doesn't have conscience or morality. And uh, he kind of just goes, you know, you guys don't have any fucking uh, chance to survive, but you have my sympathies, you little fucking jerk. He's a bastard, just like David. And uh, they're like, all right, dude, fuck you. And they fucking hit him and turn his head off. And your boy Parker shoots him with a flamethrower and melts his ass. So these cats are like, damn, bro. You got Lambert, Parker, and uh, Ripley left. Because all the mother fools are dead. And uh, they're like, let's self-destruct this shit get on this motherfucking escape pod or whatever that shit's called and get the fuck up out of here. So Ripley's in there like, you know, getting everything prepared, all the electronic shit or the system to to self-destruct the ship. And uh, your boy Parker and and Lambert go down to get like some coolant or some shit. And you know as soon as these fools go alone, to get the coolant that they're both gonna die and of course they do the alien fucks them both up kills them and uh so Ripley's like oh shit it's I'm gonna die if I don't get the fuck up out of here and for some reason she wastes her time yo let me uh possibly get fucking killed by getting this kitty cat before I leave and she's like about to uh, get out of here. She prepares to get, like, okay, the ship, okay, one little thing to note. The ship's, like, um, 
shutting down and she knows the alien's in there and then I guess for some reason she wants to stop it so she can kill the alien or some shit but mother won't shut down and so Ripley just runs through there calling mother a bitch like four or five times and I'm like all right girl all right in the future we haven't uh advanced past calling machines bitch so that's good to know but uh so Ripley gets in this escape pod and uh, she puts on a spacesuit because the motherfucking alien is in the escape pod. And I don't know why it's like like wedged up in the wall for some reason and not getting out to kill her ass, but it's not. And she puts the spacesuit space on and uses the gas, this like steam shit to flush out the alien. And uh, before... The alien can attack her because she's sitting in the space suit strapped into this chair, you know, trying to survive. And she's scared as hell. So before the alien can uh, get her, she opens up the damn hatch or whatever to the little skate pod. And it sucks his ass out. But he's sitting there with his with his hands in there holding on to the uh, door, just fucking dangling there. And uh, she shoots him with some kind of like grappling gun or some shit which knocks it out but then this motherfucker tries to like climb up the uh uh booster rocket booster whatever you want to call that shit and uh then she turns that shit uh shit on and it like blows his ass out into space and uh you know the motherfucker's gone he's dead and uh oh yeah 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 wait 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 here's a uh time where I got to get juvenile and my teenage self is coming out. There's this part where Ripley's, uh, before she realizes the alien's in there, she's like taking off her clothes to go into like cryo sleep. And, uh, she's got like this little tiny shirt on and some panties. And I'm like, damn, Sigourney Weaver's looking good in here. Y'all know you thought the same thing. So don't hate men and women included can admire how smoking hot Sigourney Weaver was. And uh, anyway, then she sees aliens. She has to sneak into her spacesuit and have her little uh, plan to kill his ass. So, yeah, man. That's how Alien 1 goes. And uh, let me dig deeper into some of the shit that I learned when I watched the uh, commentary if y'all want to know a few little things. Why? Because it's always fun to hear shit like that. So, a couple cool things, man. Uh, the uh, jaws, the tendons in the jaws of the alien, they actually use shredded condoms to create those. So, that's pretty funny. Adds to the uh, sexual aspect that I think is an underlying theme in the alien movies. And uh, the dead face hugger, like I said, they used a piece of oyster on it. They also used the flesh of a jellyfish and a sheep's kidney to recreate his internal organs. And uh, HR's Geiger, Giger, Jigger, Jiger, Geiger, Giger, his original illustrations that inspired the look of the alien, the creature had eyes, but for the movie, he insisted that the creature have no eyes because he wanted to give it a bleak appearance of a cold and emotionless beast that hunts by smell. Which, 
I thought was pretty cool. And um, in, in some of the uh, conceptual art, art, the artist Ron Cobb, who came up with the idea that the aliens should bleed acid, this came about when Dan O'Bannon couldn't find a reason why the Nostromo crew wouldn't just shoot the alien with a gun. Which, man, I always thought that was one of the most, most lethal fucking things, dude, that his blood was acid, man. It's pretty crazy. I mean, there's a lot of shit, you know, if you just get on, uh, you know, if you don't have the movie and have the extra commentary for the film, you can also just get on and fucking, you know, Google it, alien trivia, but there's a lot of cool extra shit that came up with the movie, and uh, I don't know, man, I'm just really interested in the whole alien world. Blade Runner, Predator, because, you know, it's cool that it's all connected. And I wish they would go deeper into that in future films. Um, as always, I appreciate you guys watching. It's your boy, Hero Bishop. Hit the link tree in my description if you want to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and check out my YouTube channel. And also, if you like this show, please Give me a five-star rating on iTunes. Only five-star ratings. No ones, no twos, no threes, no four. Only five-star because I deserve the best and you deserve the best. And this is literally the best podcast on the internet. Peace.